Hello and welcome to Thoughts on Being Human. I'm Haley and this is episode 12. Today I'm really excited to talk about being sensitive. We've been told it's a bad thing, but I'm here to say it's a gift. So let's take a deep breath, relax those shoulders, and get right into it. From a young age, I can remember being acutely aware of my environment. Things around me easily affected me, from other people's energy to loud noises or potent smells. I assumed everyone was like this, but in elementary school, when I cried or got upset when someone did something to me, I can vividly hear the words, stop being so sensitive. It continued into high school, and I began to realize that I was more sensitive than others. I more deeply felt my emotions, and it was a bad thing. I tried to push it away and began to act as if I was like everyone else. I built a wall around my heart when I was in public. I tried to pretend I was not distressed by slight changes or that I was not offended by others' comments when deep down this was not the case. After years of trying to be something that I was not, I was exhausted and prone to emotional outbursts with, the, with those close to me. I just couldn't hold it in anymore. But I did not know how to exist in this world while being highly sensitive. So I relied on my intuition and hoped it would guide me in the direction of where I could thrive. I was drawn to a profession that allowed me to use my sensitive nature to help others. I found a partner that needed retreats into nature away from the city just as much as I do. I created a daily routine that gave me alone time to recuperate from the draining nature of being so sensitive. I moved to a quiet neighborhood that wasn't as overwhelming. I planned regular trips to areas where I was out of service and disconnected from the chaos of life. And then the pandemic struck, and in my downtime, listening to podcasts, I officially acknowledged and accepted the fact that I'm a highly sensitive person. That my sensitivity, when not embraced, honored, and respected, causes me immense amounts of anxiety. That being so sensitive is not a curse, it's not something that needs to be fixed or can ever go away. It's a gift, and I just wasn't given the tools to help myself. I wasn't educated on ways I can nourish my sensitivity and even heighten it during times when it can be of service to me or others. Being sensitive is misunderstood, and I believe it's even more common than previously thought. I want to spend some time today unpacking this in hopes that it can shed a more positive light on the word sensitive and help those who possess this beautiful trait. Let's go through some characteristics of a highly sensitive person. So to start off, sensitive individuals have an increased or deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional, or social stimuli. You'll have an increased responsiveness to both positive and negative influences. I see this a lot in the treatment room. Individuals whose bodies respond instantly to the treatment. Physically, their tissue completely changes and their mental state of mind shifts profoundly. It's amazing to witness large nodules of tension disappear, strained muscles soften, painful pressure points suddenly yielding no discomfort when pressed. These clients are sensitive, and it means they react so well and so quickly to the body work, but it also means that triggers outside the treatment room can cause these changes to reverse just as fast. 
So being sensitive does have its challenges, but it has many positive benefits and strength that I am only recently beginning to realize. Generally, highly sensitive people or HSPs avoid violent movies and TV shows. This is because it feels very intense and leaves you feeling unsettled. Several years ago, I really got into watching prison documentaries. Every single night, we would watch them before bed. After several months, I realized it was deeply disturbing my dreams and clouding my outlook on life with a very negative veil. So since then, I'm way more selective with the content, especially videos that I watch. I can't watch a lot of the movies that my partner watches, and there's an understanding that if he wants to watch action-oriented movies, he can do it alone. And honestly, even if he's watching them on the couch and I'm in the kitchen, even the violent sounds disturb me. The second component of HSPs is being deeply moved by beauty, whether in nature, art, or the human spirit. This happens to me all the time. A particularly beautiful sunset, seeing someone step authentically into who they are, watching a flower blossom, the connection between animals and people, Even a good commercial can send me into tears in an instant. I can remember watching Shark Water over 10 years ago, and it greatly affected me. I felt so upset and angry, but then at the end of the movie, seeing people come together and take to the streets to protest brought up an upwelling of emotion in my throat, and I started crying. Tears from the beauty of the people stepping up for what they believe in and pushing back against corporations. This is still happening to this day, When I watch the stories of the brave forest defenders protecting Fairy Creek right now, my eyes instantly fill with tears and I'm overwhelmed with emotion. The third characteristic of HSPs is being overwhelmed by sensory stimuli, like noisy crowds, bright lights, or uncomfortable clothing. This is the reason I get an immediate headache when I go into a shopping mall, why I feel claustrophobic on crowded sidewalks, why I could never work in a big office. Even when I'm sitting on my patio and the gardeners start weed whacking, mowing the lawn, and blowing the sidewalks, I have to go inside because it's just too much. It's why I have to wear earplugs at night, because even the sound of a car going by or an ambulance siren will wake me up. It's why I can't wear padded bras or restrictive clothing or synthetic fibers, I feel so suffocated, itchy, and uncomfortable to the point where I cannot be present and enjoy myself in whatever I'm doing. I even get red pimples on my legs when I wear pants with poor quality dyes or polyester fibers. All these things were inconveniences, annoying things I just had to deal with, but now I know why, and I can accept this is the way I am instead of resist it. The fourth trait of HSPs is the need for downtime especially after hectic days or time spent with a lot of other people. I cannot emphasize this one enough. We need to honor our quiet time, to allow ourselves the time and space to just be, away from all the stimuli. This is the one thing I wish I had been taught when I was a little girl, to cherish and make sacred my alone time, instead of viewing it as weird or as a means to an end so that I can hang out with friends again. It's been life-changing for me to embrace my need for time alone, away from everything. I remember dating someone who wanted to hang out every single night after we met, and it was just too much. 
I felt so bad saying, no, I need my alone time, and it ultimately pushed this person away, but I had to be true to myself and my needs. When I'm getting to know someone, it's exhausting, and I need time to recuperate my energy levels so we can continue to build our connection. Eventually, it can get to a place where you can be around and I can restore, but even to this day, I deeply value my time at home alone while Jamie's at work. Don't feel bad about needing this. It doesn't mean there's something wrong. It is a primary need for sensitive individuals, and if ignored, you'll feel drained, overwhelmed, anxious, and restless. The fifth trait of HSPs that I want to discuss is having a rich and complex inner life. Deep thoughts and strong feelings that go with this. This can be a beautiful experience if we can get ourselves out of the fight-or-flight response and into the parasympathetic so that our thoughts and emotions are generally less disturbing. If, however, we're in a space of stress or trauma or continued uncertainty, this can lead to spiraling thoughts of anxiety-provoking topics, fear-based ideas and worries, uncontrollable analyzing and reading into everything. This is the root of all my mental disturbances. So it becomes critical for me to meditate, have my alone time, connect with nature, and avoid intense stress so that my deep thoughts and inner feelings move to a more positive and constructive space. In being so highly sensitive, this mental tendency never goes away, so it's up to you to steer it in a direction that will minimize your harm and instead uplift your spirits and instill hope. Now, even if you don't resonate with all of those traits, but a few are true to you, this doesn't mean you aren't sensitive. Sensitivity is a scale. Knowing where you fall on it can help you develop practices to help you offset the potential negative impacts on your well-being. A sensitive person is more deeply impacted by traumatic and negative experiences, so please do not be hard on yourself for feeling so affected. Don't compare yourself to others who seem to be fine. You are your own unique being. Everything you experience can deeply touch you, which can make the lows in life feel lower, but also the highs feel much higher. Two beautiful aspects of HSPs is their close relationships and gratitude for life. When you're sensitive, you care deeply about your friends and prefer to form deep bonds with the right people. This can lead to incredible relationships and connections. Highly sensitive people appreciate everything much more, whether it's a good meal, fine wine, or a beautiful song. You appreciate things on a level that most people cannot access. They feel more existential angst, but also more gratitude for what they have in life. Knowing that it is possibly fleeting and that nothing is certain, knowing this tendency can help you create a life that honors and assists those traits instead of burying them. There's a few things HSPs should avoid when considering their lifestyle. Number one, avoid hectic schedules. Not everyone loves being too busy, but some people thrive on the excitement and exhilaration of a busy life. Sensitive people do not. It overwhelms them and rattles them when they have a lot to do in a short amount of time. Even if they technically have enough time to get everything done if they rush, the pressure in this situation feels overwhelmingly stressful. Number, no, number two, say no and release the expectations of others. Sensitive individuals tend to pick up on the needs and feelings of others. They hate letting others down. 
So learning to say no is very hard, but it is necessary if you don't want to feel crushed by the demands of others. What makes saying no so hard is because HSPs feel their friends' disappointment when they say no, causing a heavier burden to carry. Let go of feeling responsible for the happiness of others. Number three, do not compare. HSPs are prone to social comparison. They're more aware of the possibility of improvement and feel pressure to continually do better, especially when comparing themselves to others. Social media can make this even worse, so please, if you're sensitive, become aware of when you're comparing your life, your body, your job, your relationship to that of others. It will only cause you to feel internal stress and turmoil. HSPs are their own worst critic, so be mindful of when you start analyzing yourself too harshly. Number four, have ways to release the stress of conflict. HSPs are prone to being stressed by conflict more than others. Even when things feel a little off with someone, they can sense it. They're acutely aware of tension between individuals, so if you work or live in a space with daily conflict and you're sensitive, this will be extremely draining. So find ways to release this from your body so that you don't allow it to fester in your tissue. Number five, always have food on hand. This is no joke. HSPs do not tolerate being hungry and will immediately get hangry. I can 100% relate to this and when I suddenly get hungry, my personality completely changes. I get short, irritable, and I can't make decisions. In a relationship, this needs to be communicated so that your partner can be aware of this and have snacks on hand when your mood suddenly shifts. Sometimes I don't even know it because I'm distracted by something else, but when you're sensitive, make sure you're eating regularly every three hours and do not skip meals. Number six, be kind to yourself, especially with failures. As I said before, HSPs are their own worst critic. They're more prone to rumination and self-doubt. They may remember for quite a while if they made an embarrassing mistake or failed at a particular task. So it is of utmost importance to practice self-compassion in these moments. Sensitive people also don't like being watched or evaluated when they're attempting something challenging. They can mess up easily because of the stress of being watched. I can remember when I was skiing growing up, I never liked to ski underneath the chairlift because with people watching me, I would feel intense pressure and just couldn't get into the flow. HSP's perfectionist nature is intense and needs to be softened in order to release this pressure and feel at peace with exactly how they are and what they've done or achieved. Repeat the mantra, I am good enough. I have in no way mastered life as a highly sensitive person, and I'm still learning more and more about myself and my tendencies. But I'm committed to this journey, and I'm starting to realize there's more sensitive people out there than I ever thought. So many of my clients are, even if they do not realize it themselves, and it's beautiful to see the process of discovering their sensitivities and beginning to honor them. If I could go back in time and talk to my seven-year-old self, I would tell her that she has a gift, that her sensitivity is a blessing that will make her life an incredibly beautiful masterpiece. I would tell her it's okay to get hurt so deeply because it also means you'll feel immense joy from the smallest things. 
It's okay to have time alone in nature to sing, to cry, or to journal, for this will allow you to re-emerge in a balanced, energetic state, ready for the challenges that lie ahead. I would tell her to stop being so hard on herself, that she's a unique and special being that will hone her sensitivity profoundly to help others. I would give her the biggest hug and look deep into her eyes and say, it gets better. Life is not as painful as you think. It's full of wonder and beauty that you can see and experience more than others. Do not doubt yourself. Do not tell yourself to stop being so sensitive. Do not wish you were any different than you are. Being so deeply sensitive is a gift that you can get to unwrap and discover. It will shape your life and ultimately be your guide. For a highly sensitive person, a drizzle feels like a monsoon. So get your rain boots on, step outside, and dance in that downpour. Howl into the wind, rumble with the thunder, and cackle at the lightning. Being sensitive makes you wild. There's nothing you need to fix or hide. Step into who you truly are, and life will embrace you. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply believe being sensitive is a gift and hope you can begin to feel the same way. Whether it's yourself, your child, your partner, or someone you work with, sensitive individuals are everywhere, and the sooner it is recognized, the sooner it can be honored. Much love to all of you. I'm Haley, and those are my thoughts on being a highly sensitive human.